Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi besties, welcome back to Try Not To Care. Before we get into today's episode, make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok and also fill out a community form that's highlighted on my Instagram if you want to ask me questions or get advice for upcoming episodes. So last episode, I talked about loving yourself and how to date yourself. So staying on theme for the month of February and Valentine's Day, I want this episode to be more so about heartbreak and moving on from someone that you love. For me in the past, when things like Valentine's Day came up, it was almost a reminder of the heartbreak or loss of that person or the relationship. And there's been times where it almost felt as if I took a step back from my progress and healing because when holidays like Valentine's Day or birthdays or whatever came up, it would trigger me and I do dumb shit that is self-destructive like texting that person or rekindling the relationship with that person when I was so close to moving on. But this month, this year, and in this lifetime moving forward, we are not doing that anymore. We are letting go of old and bad patterns. We're letting go of old lovers, old situationships. We're letting go of anything that no longer serves us and letting go of anything that is no longer ours. And we're moving on and embracing what is meant for us and attracting what is good for us. So in this episode, I want to talk about how to handle breakups, how to handle having love for someone who no longer deserves it, how to move on and move on in a healthy way. And also, I just want to talk about looking at the bigger picture when you are heartbroken. Last episode, I talked about how we often allow others to determine our self-worth and we get stuck on the idea that because someone was able to take back the things they said about us or lose feelings for us, that means that they also take those things away with them. In past relationships of mine, I felt really loved by a person and I was extremely confused how they could say all of these things to me and tell me they felt a certain way about me. 
but then be able to switch those feelings off and leave me. It made me feel as if they never felt those things for me or they were just lying to me about how they felt. There was also times where after the breakup, I thought I was never going to be loved again or find someone who felt those things for me and actually mean them. And to be honest, even if they did mean them, I didn't think I would ever believe someone could feel that way for me. It was almost as if this person taught me that I was unlovable and if anyone did tell me they loved me or said good things to me or about me, that meant they were lying. My self-worth just went to shit and I didn't think I was worth anything. I didn't think anyone was ever going to love me again and I thought that I was broken. Like, it actually felt as if, especially with my last ex-boyfriend, that I was a shiny new toy and as he played with me, I wore down to the point where it looked like I was broken and had nothing else to offer him. Like, this toy that he once loved so much and couldn't stop playing with became so worn down and couldn't give him that excitement he once had so he just didn't want it anymore and instead of looking at why this toy was no longer providing what it once did why it wasn't functioning like it used to and instead of looking at maybe he was the reason why it broke how him being reckless and careless with the toy might have caused it to break and instead of him trying to see if he could fix what he did, he just disregarded me and found a new toy to play with. And after he was done with me and I was so broken, or at least I felt so broken, it seemed like there was nothing left for anyone else. Like if he thought I was damaged and could replace me as quickly as he did, why wouldn't anyone else do that to me? But despite me feeling that way at one point, I can proudly say that I no longer feel that way. And it's been a very long journey, but through this journey and through healing and learning to love myself, I now know for certain that you cannot allow others to tell you what you are deserving of or allow them to make you feel unlovable. Just like I said last episode, if you have ever, like literally ever felt this way, please remember that someone's inability to love you right or see your worth does not mean that your self-worth decreases or that you're hard to love or that you'll never find love. Do not relate the breakup or the rejection to something that you lack or something that you did wrong. Their feelings or lack of feelings towards you has nothing to do with you. I allowed this person to make me feel as if I was broken and I was the problem and I could not be loved because he no longer wanted to love me. But the problem never was me. I was this amazing and fun and outgoing crazy person 
before he met me. And then he did fucked up shit to me that wore me down and that made me feel unworthy. I was never the problem. How he treated me and how I looked at myself because of him was the problem. Once he was removed from the equation, I was able to go back to being that fun and great person I was before he stepped into the picture. I was able to look at myself with clarity without someone else trying to take control of the narrative and tell me who I am. People can dim your light, but they can't take it away completely. If that light is there, you can always turn it back on. You just need to get yourself out of that dark place. And in order to do that, you need to step away from the person who is making the place dark. And it's obviously easier said than done. I think we've all been in a situation before where we know someone's not good for us. We know we deserve better. We know that we should move on. But if it was that simple, we would all do it. And we wouldn't be here talking about how fucking hard it is. And it's not even that it's just hard moving on from someone. But it's also frustrating knowing that you still love someone despite how undeserving they are of your love. I think it's safe to say that no one who hurts you or disrespects you or lies to you or cheats on you deserves your love. But when you do actually love someone, those feelings for them don't immediately go away the second they fuck you over. Those feelings linger until you are ready for them to go away and that doesn't typically happen until you're done healing. I know how frustrating and gut-wrenching it is to love someone who doesn't deserve it or doesn't feel the same way that you do. There were times with my ex-boyfriends that I wanted so badly to hate them or to be over them or to forget them altogether because of how badly they hurt me or because of how easy it was for them to move on. They would do things to me that hurt me so badly and I would say, I hate you. I'm never going to forgive you. I never want to see you. But I knew and they definitely knew that I didn't mean any of what I said. I think that was the most frustrating part to me because I loved these people and they didn't feel the same way towards me. They knew that they had this power over me. They knew that they could say whatever they wanted to. They could do whatever they wanted to. And if they wanted me back, I would take them. And that is a mindset that you need to eliminate immediately. I cannot stress that enough. If there is someone in your life who is continuously hurting you and showing you that they don't care about you and that they don't love you, you need to let go of the idea of them coming back or let go of the idea that you're going to allow them back into your life. You need to understand that just because someone decides they want to come back into your life does not mean they are doing it with your best interest in mind. They are doing it because they know they can. You have shown them that they are allowed to come and go as they please and that's not going to stop until you say so. Like, 
really think about this. Okay, so if a restaurant was just like, yeah, you can come to this, this restaurant and eat for free whenever you want, and we're not going anywhere, and it's also okay if you go and eat and spend your money at other restaurants, but you could still eat here free. You're going to go to that restaurant whenever you want, even if you don't like the food. But the second that restaurant tells you that you need to start paying, more than likely you're not going to go there anymore or as often as you were before because you don't like the food, you didn't actually want the food, and you were just going there because you could. I know that's kind of a stupid example, but it makes sense. For me, the reason... I allowed this behavior and the reason I allowed people to come and go as they pleased was because I knew the second that I told them that they could no longer pick and choose when they wanted me in their life that the relationship would end and I was afraid of not having this person or these people in my life. It was better to me that they were around sometimes than not at all. I was choosing pain and the occasional good times over being alone and healing. I am someone who forgives very easily. I wouldn't say that I'm someone who forgets easily. Like if you hurt me, I am taking that shit to the grave. But I don't hold grudges. Like I can easily repair a relationship or friendship after someone's hurt me because if you've been in my life, there's a reason I either cared about you or I loved you. I built a connection with you and I don't take connections very lightly. So it's hard for me to just throw connections away. I would much rather fix the issue than throw what we had away as a whole. And it does take a lot of strength to be able to do that and look past what people have done to you and see the good in them rather than the bad. Many people are not able to do that. People allow their egos and their pride to drive them and they cut people off very easily. So if you are someone who forgives and rekindles connections, just know that that is a really great trait to have. But just because you are, I want to say the word soft, but just because you're able to hold love for people does not mean that they deserve that love. When you're able to smooth over what someone has done to you and forgive them, it's very easy for people to manipulate you and string you along because they know how strongly you feel for them and they know that whatever they do to you, it won't be a make or break for the connection because they know you're too focused on having a connection with them. Something that I'm guilty of doing is allowing people to treat me a certain way, especially in past relationships, and I hope that eventually something will switch and they'll decide to treat me good or love me the way that I want them to or they'll revert back to how they used to treat me. And I've hung on to false hope while these people did whatever the fuck they wanted to do to me with no regards to my feelings whatsoever. And that is just such a shitty thing to do to yourself. The truth is, if someone is able to treat you and hurt you the way that they are, it doesn't matter if all of a sudden they start treating you the way that you want them to. 
And it doesn't matter if they start doing X amount of good things. If they're able to do X amount of bad things, that is good enough of a reason to let go of that connection. Actions speak so much louder than words. And if they are showing you that they don't love you and they don't respect you, it doesn't matter what they say to you. It doesn't matter if they tell you they love you or that they're sorry or that they're going to start treating you right. If someone is treating you as if they don't care about you or they don't love you or they don't respect you, always assume that that is exactly how they feel about you. And what I've noticed from moving on and having the ability to get over these people and these relationships is more times than not, the people that do you wrong will realize they fucked up and will realize what they let go of and they're going to want to come back. There is a good chance that one day one of your exes or your situationships will decide that they messed up and will want a second chance and will want to rekindle the relationship. But just because someone that you once cared about wants you back doesn't mean they can have you back. You need to let go of the idea that these people have control over what you do and have control over the relationship that you had with them. Just because someone once was able to decide when they wanted you and when they didn't doesn't mean they forever have that power to make that decision. You have the power to decide who gets to stay in your life because being in your life is a privilege and you should be picky about who stays and who goes. I now want to talk about moving on in a healthy way because I know in my experiences when I've tried to move on from heartbreak, I've done some very questionable things. I have done some very self-destructive things that I thought was healing, but it was actually just distracting me from the pain, like rebounds and going out and getting fucked up and just doing things that weren't good for me that, you know, might have numbed me for a night, but didn't do anything for my overall healing. Before we get into how to move on, I think it's important to understand that You don't need to hate someone or lose feelings for someone to let them go. I had a very hard time with moving on from relationships because I still had strong feelings for my exes and I thought that because I had those feelings, it meant that I couldn't be by myself and I couldn't meet someone new and develop new feelings. I just felt very stuck and I didn't know how to navigate being alone but still having those feelings I had for my ex as I did when I was with my ex. It was also confusing how I couldn't hate this person despite how the relationship ended and if I didn't hate them and I still cared for them, that must mean that I don't want to move on and that I actually still want to be with this person. And that's just not the case. Things do not need to be black and white. You don't need to block out everything that you and this person had to move on and you don't need to invalidate the relationship you two had to move on. I think I had a lot of people in my ear telling me that my relationship with, let's just say, my last ex wasn't 
valid because he was cheating on me and because he did so many things wrong to me and I should just forget him and forget the relationship altogether. And that was really hard for me to do. And I think thinking that way made it harder for me to move on because I didn't necessarily want to forget this person or forget the relationship happened. That time in my life was so important to me and impacted me so strongly. And the idea of letting go of that completely made me want to hold on so much harder. You don't need to do that in order to move on. You could still have feelings for a person and care about them and think about the good times that you had with them. I mean, regardless of what happened with them, they still played a huge role in your life. And I don't think it's fair to you or to them to just disregard it altogether. Everything that happens to you plays a very crucial part in your life and impacts who you become. Before you start your journey, whether that's alone or with someone else, you need to understand that this person and what they did to you or what happened with this person plays a role in who you are now and how you move forward. It's going to play a role in how you react to things, how things trigger you, and who you allow into your life. With that being said, you don't need to let go of the memory of this person or what you two had, but you need to let go of the idea of them being in your life. You can reminisce on the good times and think about them, but do not confuse how things were then to how things are now. Just because someone did one good thing for you or made you feel good at one point does not mean they are good for you now. Now, let's get into what you're probably actually interested in hearing, and that is how to move on. First things first, regardless of what type of relationship it was, whether it was serious, whether there was a title on it or not, whether you talked for literally two weeks, if this relationship ended and it hurts, let it hurt. You need to allow yourself to grieve the loss of the relationship and this person. You need to let yourself be heartbroken. There is no way you could possibly heal properly by pretending like nothing is wrong and that nothing hurts. All that suppressing those feelings does is extend the hurting and delay the process. Do you want to feel like shit forever? Do you want to be still hurting and crying over this person a year from now? Or do you want to move on and be happy and get on with your life? I don't care if you were dating Harry Styles. Literally, no one is worth pausing your life for and being miserable over. Let yourself cry. Literally cry until you physically cannot cry anymore. Don't push yourself to be okay when you're not. You're literally not fooling anyone. No one is going to think you're so strong and brave for not hurting over a relationship ending. What's strong and powerful is owning your emotions and working through them and not ignoring them. Number two, you do not need closure. I hate when people are like, I need closure because I have always been that bitch that needs closure. I think 
closure can be really good, especially when things end so abruptly that you literally don't know what happened and you're like, um, hello, I need some clarity. What the fuck did I do? But I think a lot of people use closure as a way to delay the relationship ending. I was that person who begged my exes to meet up and talk to me because I needed closure. I need to know why they didn't want me, why we were ending. But even when they told me straight to my face why we were ending, I still didn't want to let go. I would invalidate what they were saying. And the closure wasn't enough and it wasn't what I needed. You don't need someone to tell you why things are ending and it's not going to bring you any peace. It's not going to make it any easier. The only closure you need is knowing that it's over and that this person decided they no longer want the relationship. You're not going to heal any more or any less by knowing the actual reason. So don't wait for someone else to close that chapter for you. Close it yourself and accept it's over and not because they said it is, but because you decided it's over. Number three, understand that your emotions might be attached to this person, but you aren't physically. The reason we hold on so hard to people is because of our attachment to them, but we aren't literally attached. You can walk away at any time and there's nothing stopping you except for how you feel about them. You might not be able to turn off your feelings for this person. You might not have control over how much you love them and care about them, but you do have control over your actions. I know it fucking hurts loving someone and having to let go of them. By no means am I saying it's easy to choose to let go and actually mean it and cut ties with that person. But in order to move on, you need to. You need to make the decision to separate yourself from this person, whether that's making the choice to no longer text them, to no longer reply to them. I'm a huge fan of blocking their number. Literally, when in doubt, block a bitch. You need to decide to stop stalking their social media, stop stalking their friends, stop contacting their friends, stop hooking up with your ex when they text you at 12, 1 a.m. saying, hey, you up? No, I'm sleeping. Literally, block. Block their number. You need to decide to let go and align yourself with that decision. You can't say you want to move on and then keep dipping your toes back in to the relationship. Number four is going to be up for debate, but I don't think you need a rebound or you need to date someone immediately after a breakup. We all know those people who are serial daters. They literally are always in a relationship. You don't even know who they are if they were were to be single because the second they get out of a relationship, they're already seeing someone else. The reason I think rebounds and hopping in and out of relationships is so bad and hinders your growth is because You are not allowing yourself to heal or even assess what the fuck just happened in your previous relationship. Obviously, it's easier to just get into a new relationship when you break up with someone because you get to avoid being heartbroken and go straight into attention from someone else and it distracts you 
But doing this is literally just putting a Band-Aid on a huge fucking wound that will never heal without the proper attention. You are suppressing everything you went through rather than dealing with it head on. And just because you push things down does not mean they go away. They are going to transfer into other areas of your life or they're going to rise and come out one day and it's going to be a huge fucking storm and you're going to get hit 10 times harder than you would if you just dealt with the hurt when it happened. Because the more you suppress, the more things pile up and the more it piles up, the more shit you need to deal with. Being single and being alone is so important to healing and moving on when a relationship ends. It's going to hurt. It's not going to be fun, but it's necessary. Which brings me to number five. And although this is my last step, there's obviously more steps to healing and moving on. But these are my main five. But number five is devote your new time alone to yourself. Literally spend every second that you have on you. I know for a fact when you love someone, you want to spend every second of your life with them or for them. You spend your time thinking about them. You spend your time texting them. You spend your time doing things for them. Now that you are alone and you are no longer spending all of that time on them, devote that time to yourself. Instead of spending your time being upset and thinking about them and how the relationship didn't work, focus on you. Yeah, you need to allow yourself to be upset. You need to process how you feel, but that can only last for so long. Once you've cried all that you can and you've laid in bed depressed for days and allowed yourself to mourn, also allow yourself to get the fuck up, remember who you are, and start dating yourself. If you need ideas on how to date yourself or have no idea what self-love looks like, go to my last episode and you'll get the full rundown, okay? Use this heartbreak as a way to level up your life. Like, we all know how real the breakup glow-up is. The second that a baddie gets her heart broken, she just gets badder. Use this breakup to fuel your new life. Work harder than you've ever worked before. Put your blood, sweat, and tears into your work, into a new hobby, into a new passion, into whatever it is that you want that doesn't revolve around that person anymore. The goal is to just focus on you and your healing and your life. I genuinely think for me, what has gotten me through past breakups and honestly, any hardship in my life, whether that's a relationship or friendship or whatever the fuck, is focusing on the bigger picture and how this breakup or pain or whatever it is I'm dealing with is going to benefit me. Whenever you go through something difficult and you push through it and are able to overcome it, you grow so much, especially if you had a hard time. Like the biggest heartbreaks I've gone through, the ones where I literally thought I was going to die because they hurt so bad, have impacted my life so much. Without that pain, I wouldn't be who I am today and where I am today. Despite how badly these people fucked me up and how hard I struggled, I wouldn't take any of it back because I wouldn't be half of who I am now without it. 
I needed to know struggle to know success. And I'm proud of that. I took that pain and was able to turn it into something so powerful and change my life for the better. Instead of focusing so much on the loss and destruction of the relationship, focus on the growth and evolution of you and your life. You might feel like you're losing everything and life is going to shit when someone rejects you or breaks up with you, but you're actually gaining so much more. It really is one door closes and another one opens. You just need to be willing to close that door and allow for better to come. If you are resisting letting go of someone or letting go of of a relationship, ask yourself why you would want to hold on to something that doesn't want you anymore. Wouldn't you want something or someone who accepts you with open arms? Wouldn't you want something that feels easy and effortless? Like I'm really asking you right now, why would you entertain anything that makes your life harder when there's things out there that are not only easy for you, but are literally made to work for you? For a really long time, I thought that love was hard. I thought regardless of the person, love was always going to be a fight and was never going to be easy, whether it was my ex or the next person. It was always going to be a struggle to feel love and to give love. I saw my parents fighting all the time. I saw shows where fighting in relationships were romanticized. I heard songs where it was romanticized. And I was being taught by these boys that this is what love is. But that's not what love is, and you should not settle for that. Love shouldn't feel hard, and I know that now because I have a partner who shows me every day how easy it is to care for someone and respect someone and not hurt them the way that I was hurt in the past. I also know what real love is because I taught myself it. If I can treat myself with respect and forgive myself on bad days and show up for myself every single day and keep promises to myself, there's no reason someone else can't. If I can give love so easily and so hard to others, I know that others can too. And I know there's people out there who love like I do. Do not settle for anything that doesn't feel good. You won't have to question if it's love. If you do have to question it, it's not. And you deserve better. That is where I'm going to end today's episode. I'm sorry if my thoughts were all over the place. There's so much that I want to say, but to be honest, my brain is just scattered today. So anything that I missed, I'll more than likely end up making a second episode for, or I'll talk about it in the advice session this month. I think what I want you to get from this episode though is you don't need someone to make you whole. You are whole on your own and you should never allow someone to determine your self-worth or make you feel unlovable just because they decided to end a relationship or they decided to pursue someone else. Whenever something ends, look at it as a new opportunity to grow and to do better. And I promise you, it is not the end of the world that your relationship ended with that guy. If anything, your world or your life 
is just beginning now that it's over with him. Also, you all are way too hot to ever be tripping over someone not wanting to date you. Literally, it's their loss, not yours. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram and TikTok. They're all linked in today's episode's description. And make sure to give Try Not To Care a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. I love you, besties. Thank you so much again. And I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties. Doing the little kissy noises at the end of every episode is kind of getting harder. I don't know why. I can't replicate them, but love you.